Hi, and welcome to the Frugal Debt-Free Life Podcast. I'm your host, Lydia Sin, and I am passionate about teaching you how to live a frugal, debt-free life. This is an open, non-judgmental space where we have a lot of fun, where we are honest, and we realize that life does not always fit inside of a cash envelope. Today, I'm going to be sharing with you some ways to protect yourself from some new collection practices. And before you say, "Uh, but Lydia, I've never gone to collections. This doesn't apply to me. Oh, this applies to everyone because scammers are going to scam. So let's talk about how to protect yourself. Okay, at the end of November, it was announced that there is a new rule that will allow debt collectors to slide into your DMs on social media, to friend you on social media, and to email you. And like I said at the top of the show, if you're someone who has never dealt with collections, this may not seem like a big deal to you. It may not feel like something that's going to impact you in any way but I guarantee you that it will. So on November 30th, changes to the Fair Debt Collection Practice Act, the FDCPA, went into effect. So this was something that was introduced during the Trump administration when the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau decided that it wanted to become more business-friendly. So people who work in the collections field in these businesses, they wanted to be able to keep up with changing technological times. In Up until now, the only way that a collector could contact you was via the phone or mail. They could come to your home, but they cannot make you open the door. It's a whole thing. But really, the phone and mail were their two main ways of getting in touch with you. But people who work in that industry, so people who own collection agencies, they didn't feel like it was fair that they were unable to, you know, be more modern, to keep up with more modern business times. And so they lobbied for these changes to be made, and it happened. And we can have whatever opinions that we want about that, but I would like to share with you some some of the ways that you can protect yourself because I personally don't feel like this is good for consumers across the board. Now, before I go any further, I just want to say that, yeah, you you need to pay your bills. We all know that, right? We all know that we need to live up to the obligations that we have made, that we are grownups who make grownup decisions. And when we borrow money, we need to pay it back. We need to pay our bills. We use the services. We need to pay for them. Absolutely, 100% pay your bills, meet your financial obligations. However, life happens. Things happen. And I don't want this discussion to not be grace-filled. I want to acknowledge that there are people, particularly now, after everything that collectively we as a society have gone through over the last two years, there are a lot of people who struggle, who are unable to pay their bills, who are struggling financially, people who work hard, people who work multiple jobs, people who have just fallen on hard times that you and I may not understand, they still need to be treated with dignity and respect. But going beyond that, going beyond, oh, people need to pay their bills, this entire situation sets everyone up for scams, harassment, and abuse. 
we'll get into that in a second. Okay, so I actually pulled some statistics because if you follow me anywhere on here, on YouTube, on Instagram, you may know that I love, I love statistics. I love data. I like numbers. It just makes me feel safe and secure. So according to a Washington Post article, and I will link that in the show notes, at the end of the third quarter of 2021, 77.6 million people in the United States had at least one debt in collections. And that accounts for $188 billion in outstanding debt. This is according to a report by TransUnion, but the 77.6 million people. So this isn't a small number of people who are struggling to pay their bills. And of course, there are lots of different situations, lots of different backgrounds, but I don't want to paint like a broad strokes judgment because that's a lot of people. So according to these new rules, debt collectors can friend you on social media, they can send you a DM, they can send you an email, they can text you. That's the one that I'm like, what? No. They have to, one, identify themselves immediately as a debt collector. Two, they cannot post publicly to your page where everyone can see it. And three, they have to give you the opportunity to opt out of that mode of communication. So they cannot just start DMing you and then keep DMing you after you have asked them to stop. There are a lot of debt collection agencies that follow the law. And there are a lot of laws that are set up to protect people from abuse when it comes to collections. However, there are companies that do use shady practices. And in fact, over the summer, the Federal Trade Commission actually shut down an Atlanta-based collection agency that was collecting fake debt. It was attempting to collect debt on dead people, on dead relatives. Some of it was just completely made up. They collected more than $12 million through illegal practices. And in most cases, the debt never existed or had already been paid off. And I actually talked about this in a short that I did on YouTube. And I had someone say, you know, at this point, with so many resources at your disposal, no one should fall for these scams. But the thing is, you're assuming when you say that, that everyone is operating on the exact same cognitive plane. And that's just an unfair assumption to make. There are people who are able to live independently, who are able to manage their own finances, but will still fall for a scam. Also keep in mind that these debt collectors buy up the debt. They buy it up for a deeply discounted rate, pennies on the dollar, and they don't always have a person's full information. They may have their name, their last known address, and their social security number, but they don't have the documentation, printouts, showing purchases, showing past payments. There's a lot of gaps. So a person 
can be steadily paying off a debt. It can then be sold to another collection agency and then a mess ensues. So there's lots of situations where consumers are potentially set up to bear the burden of these mistakes. Okay, so what are some things that you need to know about debt collections to protect yourself? Number one, a debt collector cannot call you more than seven times a week, and they're actually limited in the hours. So they can't call you at like four o'clock in the morning. They can't call you after nine o'clock at night. If they call you at work and you tell them, I'm not supposed to be called at work other than work calls, and they continue to call you at work, they are in violation of the law, and you need to remind them of that. Debt collectors cannot make claims that you're going to be arrested for not paying your debts. There are cases with things like child support where there are legal ramifications, but that's not going to be a phone call that you get from a collection agency. Collectors cannot call random family members, coworkers, your boss, anyone who is not your spouse or a lawyer representing you. They cannot contact other people about your debt. So when a debt collector contacts you, there's actually some information that they're supposed to give you within five days of that communication. And those things are how much you owe, the name of the creditor that you owe it to, how to get in touch with the original creditor, and what to do if you don't think the debt is yours. If you do not think that the debt is yours, you're actually going to need to contact them and send a dispute letter within 30 days because once the collection company receives the letter, it has to stop trying to collect the debt until sending you written verification. Like they have to give you some sort of proof that the debt is owed to you, like a copy of the original bill, that sort of thing. But they cannot harass you. They cannot threaten to hurt you. They cannot use obscene language. They cannot repeatedly call you, call after call after call after call. They cannot tell you that you owe a different amount than you actually owe. They cannot pretend to be an attorney or law enforcement or some sort of government agent. They cannot tell you that you will be arrested or claim that they're going to take legal action. That's just not true. There's a lot of things that some collection agencies do. I'm sure there are many that are above board, but I also have heard so many horror stories about consumers being harassed. I'm going to leave you some resources in the show notes to help you when it comes to debt collection practices. And I would love to hear from you. Have you ever been on the receiving end of a debt collector? Have, has there ever been shady practices involved? 